the story was that he had the story always was that his hand had never touched your penis and your hands have never touched his penis one two three four hey come on in take a seat i'd like to welcome you this year it's a podcast the B-U-D podcast is a podcast is a podcast. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a smoker. Podcast, it's the podcast. Billy, 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 butter, 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 butter cups, butter cast, butter cast, butter, butter. The B-U-D podcast, podcast, it's a podcast. Today on the podcast, we would like to welcome back Miss Kayla Davidson. Back by popular demand. Um, we tried to record a podcast last night, and uh, <laughs> no one will ever hear that ever. That was ever. I, I remember, like, there was a period of last night. I was really, we were very fucked up. We, yeah, this is the problem. So the last time we recorded the podcast, which was perfect, we were both not even a drink in. We opened up our drink and sat down and started recording. And that was the right thing to do. Which is, that's where we're at right now. That's where we're at right now. Yes. Last night, um, we decided to get multiple drinks in and then we're like, fuck it, let's just do it tonight. And we sat down and immediately started talking about sexual things, which is fine. We're both <laughs> sexual people. We can talk about that. But then I look at the clock and it's like an hour in and I'm like oh my god all we've talked about is like very in detail things about ourselves that maybe the world isn't ready to hear no, yet nobody I know is ready to hear that I we were tossed in the bag like I've <laughs> I was very we were very I'm not gonna say I because I know you were yeah 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 we were both very fucked up I uh, we were taking shots of black velvet black velvet I've never even heard of that Me neither so that's what my grandparents have we're at my grandparents <laughs> at a house sorry grandma and grandpa for listening actually grandma and grandpa if you are listening that means you've listened to past episodes and you probably don't even want me as your granddaughter um because of you know yeah so we're just gonna leave it at that they don't listen to this we're just gonna go with that so we're one drink in now which is perfect yeah very subtly drunk not not even drunk just like subtly buzzed so sure we'll go with subtly I, buzzed I, I, if you will listen back to last night you will hear me being like <laughs> like i was borderline blacked out <laughs> which is kind of fucked up to say i've just gotten old so it's easier for me to black out these days and the funny thing is that like i told my mom because she was like oh do you guys get fucked up like when you were at her place i was like no actually it's like a pretty chill night like i mean i had like a couple drinks you had a couple drinks and that was, was casual, it yeah. yeah it was very casual and then last night we were like fuck it and <laughs> just started like pouring shots and eating cookies yeah. and we're fucking yeah it was so we're trying it again tonight Much, we're gonna see how it goes yeah and we're not gonna talk about sex thank god maybe a little bit but like not not, not anymore to not to the extent of last night like last we, night was uh, a like a borderline erotic <laughs> <laughs> let's just put it this way no one needs to know how i shave down there yeah they that, don't they no, don't need to know that no, one needs, no to, one needs to know that except for me and someone i'm hooking up with and even then it's usually like they can't even see like they don't pay enough attention to no, that um, i don't know Okay, actually, there's one thing that I would like to talk about really okay. quick. Okay. This is the only sexual thing we're going to talk about. Okay. Because I think it's very interesting and I wonder if other people feel the same way. Okay. If anybody that is listening to this podcast might be, you know, interested in me in any way, shape or form, I don't want this to scare you. Um, but I wanted to talk <laughs> about like why we why we've enjoyed giving head in the past and future oh. and present. <laughs> and it's because we have all the power 
of that person's life in our hands or mouths, I would say, at that point in time. So me and you talked about this this morning and we have a very similar perspective. I have a lot of friends who like giving head. I have a lot of friends who don't like giving head. Sure. And the perspective that you and I have is is very similar. And that's why I try to... My friends who don't like giving head, that's why I try to stay, is like think about it could ruin their life just just sit there and think about it your entire mouth is full of the thing that they love most right the and balls all, are in your court and all you could do is shuck it like a kebab yep just, just <laughs> shuck it like a fucking kebab yes and but you won't no because that's psychotic but you could but you could the power of that mm-hmm. is enough alone to get me going because yeah. i know that like i Which, could ruin your life that, i mean that the, the idea that we need power during sex could be broken down in multiple episodes. sure we need to talk to a therapist about that <laughs> yeah. not just each other but that is i think that's like why i enjoy it so much is because i'm like i could literally i could fuck you up yeah. i could fuck you up i also like it's the idea too that I'm I'm standing between you and the thing that you wanted most since you were like 14, right? Which is coming. Uh-huh. So like I'm standing between you and that. Will you actually ever reach that? Who knows? It's all up to me. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. And that to me is enough to get by. Exactly. That's that to me is enough that I can't breathe. Like that that replaces the fact <laughs> that I can't breathe. <laughs> I literally just got my septum fixed recently. I couldn't breathe out of half my nose, which is hard when you're going down on someone because you're having a gas because for Because you used to snore a lot in college. Did I really? Yeah. I had no idea. How did you not know? I feel like I woke you up constantly. Really? Yeah. What I would you always, do? I pushed you. <laughs> my, my Like your feet under my bed? I would push you and when our beds were next to each other, I would just like kick your legs. I do it now with my boyfriend. Like when he's snoring, I all... All I gently do is move your feet and that just wakes people up. Really? If you like push someone's feet over, I don't know if they like think that they're walking or something, but they instantly wake up and then you just like, Ooh, I didn't snore last night though. So I have a sleep app now that like records my snoring and stuff like that. And when I sleep talk, yeah. With our white noise app. Yeah. I didn't hear that either. Oh, it listens to like your breathe. So maybe I did snore and it just didn't pick it up. I don't know. I mean, in college, I don't think you were using that, but you, no, did, you definitely did snore back then. Because oh, I'm I sure remember I did. Being, I'm, I am the world's lightest sleeper, which absolutely blows my mind because I've always lived in really communal spaces. Like right. I've always lived in apartment buildings or like with other people. But if I hear the slightest noise, I'm awake. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it is. I just can't sleep very deeply and so it's really hard for me to sleep with other people because that's why i turned on that white that's why i had to download that white noise app last night there's <laughs> this no, old bitch <laughs> i was fucked i was in the bag last night but there was no way i was gonna be able to fall asleep either i like downloaded my white noise app i fucking I took my glasses off i snuggled up in bed threw I, on the devil wears prada yeah true i called I, it a night i'm so fucking i'm washed up plus it was like it was what 12 30 not even i was exhausted though i had literally felt like i had gone through i go to bed at like 10 p.m what happened to us well we grew up I we think. did grow up i don't know we didn't grow up a pandemic hit and then it forced be- us to yeah. grow up yeah that's very true i used to stay up at like 2 a.m no problem yeah i was before prior to the pandemic i was st- still blacking out every weekend still acting like i did in college and then the pandemic hit and they were like no 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 the good old days all right, Kayla, tell me about your top time blacking out. Just 
no, no. <laughs> Which um, one? I mean, I I have a lot of good blackout shirts. There's like, <laughs> I think go on like, the Rolodex. I think that my friends, my college friends, would oh, there's there's several really really funny ones that. I probably would never share on here, but there are, there's a couple that, I mean, there's times where (laughs) one of my favorite memories is peeing. I have this, so my guy friends lived right behind my house in college. Every time I would drink, go to the bar, I would pee on their house. Just like, (laughs) I don't know why that was just like my natural reaction. I'd be walking back from the bar. I'd be like, Oh, it's the boys house. Fabulous. I'm going to piss right here, even though I can see my house (laughs) from where I was standing. I love that. I don't know why. Um, I mean, there's so many hooking up stories that were just fucking stupid. There was a time that I javelined a lamp off of my porch. I like your own lamp. Yeah, my own lamp. Sure. I would never distract anyone else (laughs) besides my own. Um, We like went to this. So if you're from the Midwest, hayrides are like a thing. October, baby. Um, We went to on a hayride with like... Ariana. She's a classic story. Classic. She's a classic part of the story. So Ariana's 21st birthday, we hogtied her and stuck her in our basement. <laughs> what do you mean you hogtied her? No joke. Hogtied her, put a pillowcase over her head, put her in our basement. Like legs, arms. Yeah, tied to each other. And put her in our basement so we have to decorate for your birthday party. Oh my God. She was consenting. Um, and she, she was, was probably like, I love it. Oh my God, <laughs> yes. Put an apple in my mouth. Fuck it. Um, so we like wanted to decorate for her birthday party and have this hayride, which was like 30 of us in a bus going to this like farm and drinking in a field um which like for like the mid for like me who's comes from a small town that's very typical right so many people who came from like a little bit more busy towns they were like oh this is so fun i was like this is what i used to do in high school we're like let me take the reins on this (laughs) one boys um so hog tighter sticker in the basement everyone shows up in their flannel right of course we're like doing our thing we bring her upstairs hog tire upstairs (laughs) there's like this very funny photo of us floating around where it's like 20 of us standing around her (laughs) and um so we got i just was i was fucked up that night before even leaving yeah probably so i poured out a half a gallon of apple juice and filled the rest of it with captain and that was what i was carrying around and drinking that night So I was just like absolutely obliterating. It was a karaoke cab. So, you know, I was like, I was living. Um, I get back and I had brought my speakers to this field because we wanted to play music. So I brought my speakers that I had had. And you're the music queen. Yeah, I do love a good playlist. And Uh, so. that is an understatement, Kayla. You have a playlist for every single, every single mood. I haven't even bought a house yet, and I have a playlist for in the in the middle of summer in my backyard. Oh my! <laughs> it's called Backyardigans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're interested, um, you can follow me on Spotify. Um, but it starts out with the Shania Twain song "Forever and Always" because that just really. I've been listening to that song specifically recently. Yes. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Love you forever and for always. Yeah, harmonized. <laughs> this is how how boys to men felt like i feel like on a mic yes we're starting Um, something real so i'm just like in the bag whatever my speakers come back and because i'm fucked up i can't connect them like i'm trying to reconnect them we're all like hanging out i can't reconnect them so my like i was just like oh my god they're fucking broke and i was just like angry i was like you guys like fucking you guys like ruined my shit and i was just like so drunk so i grabbed my lamp Jalloned it off the porch, went and picked it up, brought it inside, and went to bed. 
I don't remember any. This has all been told to me secondhand. Of I don't course. remember any of, the, any of that. That's how blackout stories typically work. Is yeah, yeah, it's all told to you. Which like I love a good blackout story, but because it happens so often, like my friends have become so dramatic with it. Like they're like, yeah, you know, X, Y, and Z happened, and I'm like, you're literally lying. Like you're literally lying. So my like favorite thing to do is like I want seven different perspectives. I'm like smart. NCIS. Like, smart. You like, need I to want, get them from all angles. Yeah, I want them from all angles, and I want the news non-biased. Right. Like my friend Ariana, she's gonna tell me the most dramatic, of course, story, version Absolutely. of it. She's gonna tell me the story where like everybody hates me and like. I fucked everything up and then I want my male guy perspective on it where they're like yeah it wasn't that big of a deal right. and then I want like my like semi-dramatic friend perspective on it of course and then I even it out to then you want the quiet girl yeah you want the the girl that someone else invited that you're like what's up I'm Kayla what did I do last night so what you, you were in the corner I remember you right <laughs> exactly I have a vague flashback or of like, your face that's like the little sister that gets invited to the college party that's who I was asking yes exactly morning. that's good though yeah. that's a good perspective my on perspective it. was always just like I used to think so. I used to watch a lot, read a lot. Like, could you retrieve your blackout memories? What's that? Like, so I'd like blackout and I would do stupid shit. And I was like, ah, I'd really like to remember that. So I would like Google, like, can you retrieve your blackout? Can you retrieve? Bitch is doing a seance on a Sunday yeah. morning. It's like, no, you can't. And there's like these YouTube videos where people are like, yeah, I like blacked out and like I did X, Y, and Z and like it helped me retrieve my memory and like now I remember it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I can't go. Okay, through there's them. one way that I think that it could be possible for you to do that hmm. is if you wake up the next morning and start off your day by doing the exact same things that you did the night before. Like, okay, so first I walk from here to here, and then like walk and look at things that you walked. Like, I've never done this. I'm just yeah. saying I feel like that could help you because then you'd be like, okay, and then it, it, like kind of just like rerunning your brain yeah. because you're walking through it again. There's so many one in a million. So like, how could I hook up with the Somalian pirate again? <laughs> like, how could I do that? Like, <laughs> like, how could I have that instance ever again? That's but, one of I my mean, favorite stories can we tell it no we can't okay, tell that full that's story. fine um god no in, <laughs> we can tell the next day story so let, let's okay, talk yes, about that so yes i hooked up with this guy regret it left alexa in the middle of nowhere she went to the college but like she had never experienced msu like off campus it was only on campus so i just like left her in the middle of fucking nowhere went back to my house hooked up with this guy and the the funniest part that's not even the funniest part the funniest <laughs> part is the next day right so me and alexa had smoked at this guy's house and she had, it was a one hitter yeah she gave me a one hitter and she was like here you can hit this and somehow in the transition i had left the one hitter there and we woke up the next day and alexa was like i'm ready to smoke yeah she's like hey we're like last night like we're over last night but where's my one hitter and i was just like there's photos of this from that morning that you took on your that on film I look. I, it looks like a mugshot. Like, I look. I you're you're in my bucket hat. Yep. In a sports bra and green panty underwear. Yep. Classic. And I'm just like one of my eyes is open, the other one's closed. That's an amazing photo of us. Yeah. I'll try to find it to post. I was fucked up still. <laughs> and you're like, "Where's my one hitter?" And I was like, "I have no memory of you giving me that one hitter." Like I was, I was full on blacked out. Like I was like. I was, I was gone. 
I don't even remember really walking back from the bar. That's how fucked up I was. Oh, I knew, <laughs> and that's why I knew that. And that's why, like, even when we, I come home that night and I just know, like, knew that everyone was safe. That's why I say a lot of the time that like you and me are more like sisters rather than like friends. Where it's like, you motherfucker, I'm really glad you're alive. Like, yeah. I'm like, we're still good, but like, I'm just, I'm glad you're alive. Let's go to bed. Yeah, wake but, up. Which the is next- like you and Ariana are very similar in that, like, because. I've done my fair share of being an ass. Oh, absolutely. For the last but, 10 years. But Kayla, I love you. I will always love you because I Thank know you. that I also know that if you were like completely in your wits, that that kind of shit wouldn't have happened. No, absolutely not. Right. Not saying that that like, get, I was just happy that everybody was okay. Yeah. Like, and yeah. <laughs> when the next day I turned in mom mode, I was like, bitch, where's my one hitter? You're like, I don't have it. And you're like rolled over. And I was like, chop chop let's go and you're like what i was like let's go we're going back there and you're like what we went back to the house yeah so we go back to this apartment apartment yeah yeah Yeah, we go back to this apartment and like for some reason we can get into the apartment most of the time the apartments (laughs) most of the time you couldn't get into the apartments so like we got into this apartment and alexa's like you're going in there were you banking on that were you like yeah we can go and then we get there (laughs) and i open up the door and you're like fuck at the point like 100s literally cost ten dollars i should have been like i'm just gonna go fucking buy you absolutely but like I don't know. Hey, I was still stunt. Yeah, it was for stunt. It was a stunt. It was a stunt. Um, and so we like go back there, and Alexa's like, we're sitting in the hallway, and she's like, get knock on the fucking door, and I was like, I'm not knocking on the fucking door, and you were like, knock on the fucking door, Kayla. It's my like you were the one who did this, and I was like, I'm not fucking knocking on the door. So finally, you just like push me out of the way, and you're like, bang, bang, like you're like open up, FBI, you're like LAPD, motherfucker, and. So you knock on the door and there's just like a hundred fucking men in there. <laughs> so many dudes so laying many all over the place. Dudes just the being- weirdest thing about this apartment though, was that they had a photo frame that was like four foot by eight foot of a sorority house hung up above their couch. They were just like fucking weird. Right. But I legitimately, I didn't know that that was like a sorority house thing. So when we walked in the night before I looked at it and I was like, we're going to get where our faces are going to get up on that list. Like they're going to kill us. <laughs> you thought it was like a missing person. <laughs> Absolutely. I was like, we're gonna. That's where my face is gonna go. I hope I'm the big one at least. Why are oh. they all blonde? What? I'm, we're not blonde. Oh, maybe we won't like, be up there. Like, oh my god! And I remember you walking in and be like, "Hi." So we were here last night, and my friend left your my one hitter here. Um, it, it, where is it? I'm gonna need that back. <laughs> and. I'm pretty sure they were like, you can look for it. And I was like, Kayla? And you were like, I was outside. And so I went outside and I found it there. I literally, if you tell me that night again, I still wouldn't remember. Like it is, that night is gone. It's just a story. Gone. Exactly. Literally, it's it's a tale. And it is. And that's the thing to me. It's like, it's one of my favorite stories just because everyone was okay after it. And it is such hilarious story altogether yeah. especially the fact that we had to go back the next day I've got, but we got my one hitter and then we smoked and we were chilling yeah i've gotten extremely lucky with some of my blackout stories Almost certainly Blair, like the time that I, I've, 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 i was drinking one i was drinking 151 if anyone knows what that Ugh. is i was drinking 151 with gatorade why i don't even know i was fucking disgusting and um kayla i walked all the way back across campus it was like a mile and a half across back to campus dead cell phone 
don't remember any of this what i do remember is pulling down my pants in the middle of campus and pissing love that and being like yeah this is completely fucking normal because it's super wooded at msu's campus so i was like yeah this is completely normal making it back to my bed just absolutely sloshed and i was like you could have gone easily gone to jail that night like you could have gone to prison i was just like really dumb i mean i had experienced drinking I drank more, I think, in high school than I did in college, which is actually... Really? Yeah, it's crazy to think that. Wow. Yeah. I I mean, quantity-wise, I was drinking more in high school than I was in college. But, like, the stupid... The area for stupidity was bigger. Right. Like, I mean... <laughs> now heard, you're, like, let loose in a jungle by yourself. You've heard the, the story of my very first day on campus where my dad had to break into a party and pull me out. You've heard that, right? No. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, okay. was this when we lived together? Yes, it was my very first Friday game on campus. So me and you weren't. I we like we, we weren't close yet. Yeah, we weren't close yet. But like, so Friday. So the very first game of the year at campus is Friday night game. Right. I had older friends that had gone to MSU that were from high school, and I went to go visit them. And I, my dad had to pick me up the next day for a doctor's appointment. I had to go back home, and I lived like an hour and a half away. So my dad was coming down super early so I could make it back Saturday morning for a doctor's appointment at like 10 a.m. So he was picking me up at like 8. And that night I went to the game, like first MSU game. I was like, oh, yeah, I see you. Um, and my, we had won, shocking. And my friends were like, come to this house party. So I was like, okay. So I go to this house party and it's like a bunch of people I knew, like from high school and from like a leadership thing that I did, like a bunch of people I knew. And so I just got absolutely fucking sloshed. Like, because they were old, like a lot of it had to do with like they were older they were drinking a bunch You're trying and, like, to hold your own yeah and i was like drinking a bunch and like i wasn't realizing so i texted my dad and i was like hey like i'm actually at like a friend's house can you pick me up from here on my blackberry i was like oh my god that fucking blackberry all you hear is off my blackberry and like text my dad i was like hey can you pick me up at this address and he was like yeah sure no problem the next memory I have is of my dad the next morning grabbing me off a futon in the middle of this living room and going, get the fuck up and get in my truck. Oh my gosh. I had 54 missed calls from him. <gasps> he had broken into the house oh my God. and pulled me up and he said, get the fuck, like get up. Holy shit. There was a kid that was asleep in a chair next to me and he woke him up because he thought like he was something was wrong. And he just like woke up and he was like, you should drink water. My dad's like, get in the truck. Get into the truck. Hooks him up to an IV really quick. <laughs> <and> grabs <laughs> yeah. you. My dad gets me. I get in the truck. My dad does not give me a drop of fucking water for an hour and a half. Are you serious? I felt like I felt like SpongeBob <laughs> in Sandy's treehouse. I was like, <gasps> water. Yeah, I'm listening to 97 won the ticket, not sponsored. <laughs> but, um, but willing, always yeah. willing. But like in the fucking truck on the way home, and he turns it. He like I like look at my phone. My phone's almost dead. Like, oh, he takes me back to my dorm, too, because I had to grab all my shit. So I feel a, like I remember you coming in and being like, Bleh! yeah, <laughs> like just like fucked up because I'm like now that you're talking about this, I vaguely remember and like 
he found it like after like at the time he was like very concerned cause right my parents didn't really know i drank at all growing up they like did not know at all they like thought that i was like this perfect star student and like you were but you drank yeah, heavily yeah but i drank heavily and so my i think it scared him more than anything right. the fact that like i was so fucked up that right. i couldn't figure You're it like, out Dad, this is just another weekend calm down <laughs> yeah i was just like honestly like i would have slept i would have woken up in like 10 minutes right so. um, just gonna have some water please <laughs> yeah and so there's a text message from him on my phone that said i'm leaving and i'm not coming back and you're gonna miss your doctor's appointment and he had left he had left and drove down the street and he had realized how pissed my mom was gonna be if i missed my doctor's appointment because our doctor it's to get see your pcp it's like six fucking months wait right so my dad was like no she gotta go get her she's gotta get that meningitis shot (laughs) so he like rips back around and picks me up and like I he find he told my grandparents at Christmas that year. My grandparents were like, "Oh my god!" So disappointed. They're like, like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, he finds it absolutely hilarious now that he broke into a party. And yeah, that is hilarious. Pulled me off of a futon. I feel like I remember you walking in that day just stone cold. And I was like, hi, Kayla. And you probably didn't even say hi to me. No. And you grabbed shit and you walked out. On the on the way home, so like right before we got turned onto my street, my dad turned on the radio and he goes, don't ever fucking do that again. Just like deadpan like that. You're and like, mm-hmm. I was just like drinking an old Coke that was sitting in his seat. <laughs> I was like, I will never do yeah i literally was like about to die so jesus yeah yeah it took us so speaking of that was at a point when like you and i weren't really like on i mean we were on talking terms necessarily but we'd brought this up today so you and i lived in what they called at the time transitional housing yeah which is also called um a fucking ripoff three girls one bedroom (laughs) three girls one like eight foot by 12 foot bedroom like that's bullshit if you have a bathroom in your house that's the same size as these bedrooms so what we did and so li- what is it? I was going to say literally but I meant legally when you live in a dorm I'm pretty sure you have to have a bed and a desk right yeah so we had three desks and three beds in like an eight foot by 12 foot room so we had bunk beds and I don't know how we worked it out to where I think you looked at both of us me and then our other roommate Ray Ray at the time yeah. well, her name was Rachel at the time we I nicknamed her Ray Ray and that was her nickname from then on out um and so Ray Ray I'm pretty sure you looked at both of us and you were like, which one is less weird? Yeah. And you're like, Alexa, you, you can sleep with me. There were a lot of shots I was calling. For some reason, like I remember being in that situation with the, like two of you after our parents had left and like we were trying to figure out what to do. And I remember being like, neither of these girls are going to say a single thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to push over like a motherfucker. Yeah. So I looked you looked at my birthday <laughs> and you were like, Libra, I got this. I literally looked at you guys and I go, we're bunking a bed and we're lofting the other one. One of the desks is going under here and the other two are going to go right here. And she and, was like, okay. Yeah. And I was like, and we're going to figure this out. Like one of us is going to move out. Right. And at the time I was like, oh, it should be me. Cause I wanted to move in with another one of my friends from high school. I would have fucking killed so you. I was like, I was like, honestly, like let this shit just blow over. Like, no, whatever. but then Ray Ray was like, I think I should be the one to move out. That was so, we- okay. I remember us sitting down with her and her being like, I want to be the one to move out. And I go, bitch, you have the audacity to say you don't like us. You're fucking weird. Cause by that time we, we were closer. <laughs> yeah. Like, Cause we realized that this is what I remember is that, um, so Ray Ray was an odd soul. She, let me tell you a little bit about her. Back then, she looked like someone who would be in the band Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
If you could picture the band Smash Mouth, that's what she looked like. She looked like someone who would be in the band Smash Mouth. No disrespect to Smash Mouth. I no. love Smash Mouth. But like, she looked like that. She also, everything that she owned was in a hockey bag. She... <laughs> Carried a lot of Russian books everywhere. A lot of Russian books. She was she was majoring in Russian. Had a lot of chains. And I don't just mean like cute little chains. I mean like thick dog chains that yeah. would hold back like a pit bull or seven like pit bulls. They were like chains that you like put on a, a swing set. Yes. Yes. There were swing set chains that she would wear <clears> on <throat> her pants, around her neck, whatever. And that's the thing. If this is your prerogative, by all means, I don't give a fuck. But she was like, she was so weird and awkward to us that like I would go to bed some nights and she would be like reading a comic book and then she would just look over at me and stare at me because we were both yeah. on the top bunk. And I'd be like, I'd say something to her and she would completely ignore me. And I'm like, this is we you can't. Yeah. We live together in the same room. And she. You know what's even more fucked up? Well, you know what I realized? she couldn't unpack anything because there was only two closets so like now thinking back i like think like she kept all of her shit in hockey bags because because we uh, took all we took all the closets <laughs> i remember being like why isn't she unpacking and like i was like hey do you i like literally one day it was just me and her in the room i was like do you need help unpacking like 100 percent, i will help you do you need help she's like no i'm moving out soon and i was like at that point in time we went to our ra and we're we were like the, I was I literally said to her I said if this doesn't get remedied I'm, you know I'm a total like psycho I was like if this doesn't get remedied soon like this like our roommate literally refuses to unpack anything and like I have to I have to jump over stuff to get into my right. bed it was no I way can't to live. study in my fucking room back then I, I didn't even know how to study so I was like I can't study in my room where the fuck am I supposed they're to like, go use the cold study lounge <laughs> they're like we're gonna give you $300 um, cash back yeah it's like, not worth it I was like okay fucking Menards like this is a, not a rebate <laughs> I'm willing to have like I was so fucking pissed off I pay $8,000 to fucking live in that dipshit of a whole right. hellhole place right. and you're giving me $600 cash back to ha to what to trip over a hockey bag and bang my head every day right no shit she fucking creeped me out we would invite i remember because i'm a very like i'm very much a person that's like i'm gonna welcome everybody no matter what yeah like we try to eat dinner with her all the time we would invite her to stuff but she half the time she, it's not even that she would say no it's that she wouldn't even like acknowledge us period no. and that's what pissed me off is i'm like hey i'm a person you can't do that like when we're living in the same space like i get it this is hard this is tough but if you really need that much alone time to where you don't want to talk to someone go to the fucking study lounge or go somewhere else yeah like you can't not acknowledge someone that's in at one point at one point she put up a like a wall between us and her yeah to like block us out talk from talking to her and i was like i'm not even talking to you i remember no. being like i'm not talking to you mm -mm. and so finally one day she just disappeared yeah we came back from class and she was just gone and then we celebrated yeah so I don't, what did we do with all of her furniture i keep thinking about that i don't remember i think they must have just come in and taken it out right we had such a better room when she was gone well yeah so that's the thing though too is that so when we had first moved in together all of us you had already mentioned it last time that like you weren't very fond of me because I hugged you, which is totally fine. Um, meanwhile, in my opinion, at that time of my life, I had a really, really big problem with being called a bitch. Now I'd love that word. I think it's great. I think it's almost like an empowering thing. Um, yeah. But I didn't like that word. That. And so you had come up to me and my friends from high school that were eating lunch and you slammed this like this box that looked like a lockbox that had a bunch of like money in it or something. You slammed it on our like 
cafe table and you said sup bitch want a hookah and all my friends from high school were like oh my god she just called you a bitch and I was like oh no I think we're good right now actually I think we're good so then from then on out so then I was like they were like your roommate's pretty interesting so it's like the same thing how you were like your mom was like oh your roommate like when I hugged you it was like the same thing with my friends and they're like oh your roommate I'm like yeah so then I'd invited you to like eat with me and you'd always said no right you'd always said no and then one day I ate, I ate with people from my high school exactly and then one day you were leaving the room and then you like I could see you you were like see ya and I was like oh bye like at least she says like talks to me you know like acknowledges me that's cool and then you went to leave and then you turned around and you were like do you want to come with me like I'm going to my friend place and I was like no that's all right and you're like cool and then you went to leave and I was like wait actually and I know you like stopped and you're like mother. <laughs> and you turn around and you're like yeah and I was like I will go with you and I could see in your face you were like fuck me like okay and then we went and all your friends were like she's cool and you were like oh fuck maybe she is maybe she is cool I did not need and then we became friends after do that. that don't do that don't act like I needed to be convinced you, that you were cool Kayla you did 100% no, you thought I was a weird hugger is, you thought I was a big B drinking hugger you were a hugger yes you were super into hugging and you're a hugger now. If we're in a pandemic. Would you go hug anyone? No, I told you that already. <laughs> exactly. So you should treat. We every, weren't in a pandemic You should, then. Have, you oh should treat every situation. Like <laughs> no, no, that's not how that goes. I just wasn't like I. I still to this day I don't think I like even with or without the pandemic. Like I'm not running up to hug people. Sure. Like, I don't. I just not my okay, jam. I'm sorry I hugged you, Kayla. It's okay, but also I did not need to be convinced by. <laughs> Believe I was named. <laughs> <laughs> that you were fucking good like cooling out with. it wasn't him but they were all like oh she seems like neat and you were like okay maybe i'll invite her around more and then we became friends after that that's true and then but we also totally bonded over us being like what the fuck is up with ray ray and you yeah. were like i love that name i was like let's call it ray ray and <laughs> yeah. she had this little tomato in her the room smug, the smug tomato. the smug tomato so we'd stalk her on facebook and we saw all these photos from comic-con and she we're going now has this she had this tomato that was the smug tomato in every single motherfucking picture whether it was on her shoulder or whether she was holding it sneaking out of a backpack anything like that and then one day we were in bed like in not in bed together but like in our beds together and i was like you're like what i was like look on the desk the smoked tomato was the smoked tomato was there just sitting there smiling at us we bonded over the fact too that that one day i left my window open and my fan spun a bunch of water into my bed (laughs) we bonded over that i remember being like really really pissed off about that because i didn't know what to do like i hadn't right there was no like plan b for these sheets like i only brought i brought one pair of sheets to college right i had no other option right and i was like i don't know what to do and you were like go stick them in the washing machine right i was like like I'm supposed to wash my shit. I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it, don't even do the washer, just do the dryer." You were like, "What?" Okay. I was just like crying. I was like, "What a shitty day!" I think I just like failed an econ midterm or something like that. God, I don't like. I think about college, like mm-hmm. classes, and I really, really don't miss them at all. I do. Really? I would go back in a heartbeat. If any sugar daddies out there want to fund me going to college. Fuck you that fucking shit. Got it. I'm all set. And I don't know if it's because I had to fucking when I I mean at Michigan State it was different. Like I wasn't working a lot. I worked a calf job for a little bit and that was literally that was fucking awful. 
<laughs> Weren't you and Ariana just talking about that? Yes. The cleaning the trays. I would. That's what I thought. I'd be like maybe in the cool dessert station where I'd be like scooping out some like pound cake and like looking at cute boys all day. They were like, "All right, get here at five thirty in the morning. You start at six. You're gonna be in the dish line." And I, I was have like, "No what? idea why you decided to work at the cafe and you didn't decide to become a barista with me." Like, wh- I was out there making lattes. Wait, where at? Where were you at? I worked at Sparty's. That you started working at Sparty's after I'd left. No. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I was working at Sparty's. I think I, I feel like I applied and I didn't get it. Because I worked at I Sparty's. I would have much rather worked at Sparty's. Of, oh, I, I started at Sp- working at Speedway. I worked at Sparty's all of sophomore year and then moved into their HR where I started firing people. Boom. You're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. That was and like, that is when you saw Ray Ray again. Yes, I saw Ray Ray again. Ray Ray was now Ray. Ray Ray is now Ray and now is a he. Yeah. Um, good for which them. I, good for them. That's dope. But acted like they did not know me. Yeah. And that's bullshit. And I was like, excuse me, because we lived in a room together. Right. We literally slept in a room together and you watched me sleep. I'll fire you from Sparty. Exactly. Watch your fucking back. I, so whenever I tell, so I, you know, I work in a team now. I oversee like a team. Whenever I tell anyone on my team that I used to fire people, they go, that makes sense. You're like yeah i was born for this there is a guy on my team he's super he's super funny oh he's on my old team but he was super super funny and like we've become good friends now and i hated him at first one time he wrote a review about me and he didn't it was like an anonymous review but i could tell that it was him because like who else would write this he said she's a fire and brimstone type leader <laughs> simultaneously feared and loved by her body and I that's amazing and i literally remember being like who none of these jokers on my pod would be able to write this besides this one guy right but now we're like super good friends and he is so fucking funny and i he was like what did you you know we were like sitting at our desk one day in covid because my company did not give a fuck about covid of course um but i signed a contract not to say anything so take that back okay. um, <laughs> but uh so we were sitting down and he's like you know what did you do like growing up like how did you get into this industry i was like well i you know i didn't get into this industry i just like kind of fell into it and i used to fire people like i used to people who didn't show up to their job in college like i would fire them and he goes he like stops what he's doing and he goes he goes that makes so much sense he goes you just brought me full circle right here <laughs> and i'm glad like, you had that clarity and honey. i was like yeah and he was like you know He's like, you got that. You got that vibe about you. Like that you'd go through just like, go, done. just like hit done. people. Done. Like, yeah. Done. It's like pretty accurate. Oh, absolutely. It was a great job though. Like I was, fuck. How old was I? I was like 21 and I worked like 40 hours a week and I was making like $14 an hour. Damn. Like firing people. Right. You're done. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I fucking... Seven fifty an hour cleaning off trays in a fucking cafeteria. That's the thing. So I worked there like the end of our freshman year. So you weren't working at Sparty's yet. No. I worked there the end of our freshman year. And then that summer I started working at a gas station in my hometown. Shout Speedway. Out Speedway. Not sponsored, but will be. Convenience stores. <laughs> Speedway. If you didn't have a Speedway card, get the fuck out of this get podcast. Get the fuck Log out. Off. Get out. So I started working at Speedway. And then I worked there on the weekends. Um my sophomore the beginning of my sophomore year so I was like I'm not gonna get I'd make just as much working at Sparty's 14 hours a week trying to work in my school schedule as I do at Speedway yeah the one or two days that I work a week yeah 
So it didn't make sense. Um, that's why. Cause I definitely wanted to work at Sparty's, but it was, I would work from like five 30 in the morning until eight in the morning before my class. And I would see no cute boys. And if anything, they would like be throwing their tray into the thing. And I'd be well, like, trying to hide my face. So they didn't see the me. Football boys, so that was, was awful. I fucking not... hated that. I hated that. We lived in the dorm that had like housed all of the, the freshman athletes. football players, aka like, all the freshman fucking assholes. So it's just like always like a bunch of like really tall men ro- rolling around. Yeah, with huge necks, and that's just like and not okay. Huge backpacks. Let's talk about that. Every, what are they even putting in there? Every guy that is on the athletic team has the biggest backpack on campus, and it's not like they do their fucking and homework. This, this isn't a sexual innuendo. Like giant fucking backpacks. Yeah, I was like, I didn't even carry on a backpack because like why was I carrying on a backpack? But like. Why were your backpacks like hitting? Uh, we would like see them and like they would turn their back would fucking knock me over. Right. But what do they keep in there? A, a That's coat. What, probably a coat. Probably a coat. Because I'm telling you right now, they didn't do their fucking schoolwork. I was, no. I would literally see them in the elevators. I'd be in the elevators too. And they'd be talking to these cute girls and be like, I'll, yeah, like I'm having a really hard time with my paper. And they're like, I'll write it for you. I had no, I, I totally just forgot until this moment right now that we had elevators in that building. Yeah. You don't remember the elevators? That's luxury. Absolutely. Whenever I see an elevator, all I can think into my ho- in my head is like, "Wow, rich." I literally remember <laughs> Why you. Do I think that I don't know. I remember you dangling your fucking keychain with your wallet tattoo and your Sparty card, and fucking hitting that elevator like the hitting the number and yeah. just like fucking. I like just have distinct memories. Yes, your lanyard of us in the elevators together. I don't know why. Because we spent a lot. I feel like we spent a lot. We lived on the highest floor. So there's yeah, no six, way we're. Six, six floor case. Yeah. Six, six floor, six, two. Six, six, two North case. What's up? Oh my um, God. We never were uh. running up and down. Like we were never taking the stairs. No. I took the stairs one time during a fire drill. I thought I was going to have a fucking heart attack. I literally looked to you. I was like, elevator the way back up. You're like, absolutely. I literally. And we're like, we'll wait. I was like, whenever there's a fire drill, I was like, we got to go get late night Wilson <laughs> Yeah, we would. We so, they're like, so that I don't have a fucking heart attack taking those stairs. Yeah, no, fucked up. What did your parents say about this podcast when they listened to it? So the last podcast that we listened to, um, first of all, my mainly, I mean, my dad thought it was funny, um, but my mom, he thought it was a little uncomfortable, like the masturbating stuff, which I could totally get, couldn't really like look at him when we were talking about that. Um, and then, uh, but my mom, she <laughs> when, when you had brought up about how you were like you wafted your pussy and she looked at me and she was like you are disgusting (laughs) (laughs) and I was like mom just wait for it and then she like lost it like her and my dad both lost it when I said that like I thought in my head like what's gonna make her puke right now and my dad was like (laughs) he's like oh that's my girl (laughs) always always doing it for the bit gotta Uh, love that about you and then oh about the um roommate the blood agreement thing my dad literally paused it he's like did you really do that I was like absolutely I remember us shaking over our agreement trying to stab ourselves. I, know, I, was like, I was like, I can't do it. I was like, you, I, I can't do it. I was like, <laughs> I was like sitting there with a thumbtack and I was like, oh my God, I can't do it. No. Not and sterilized. All, all I could think was, have you seen the movie? Sterilized? Yeah. Sanitized? Have you ever saw the movie, seen the movie Practical Magic? No, so like I don't the, think so. It was the only movie that I was allowed to rent when I was underage. Like okay. not underage, but like when I was 10. Like okay. my parents, for some reason, they were like, "You can't rent any other movie here at Blockbuster. You can rent Practical Mat." Like oh, Blockbuster, it was adult movies. So, like I could rent the cartoons, but like I, the only like adult with real people in it was Practical Magic. The basis of the story is like these two daughters, these two sisters, they're witches. 
Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. They're which and this is a plug for this movie. I love. It's like my favorite movie of all time. Not sponsored, but when? Um, and in in the movie, they cut their hands open and they shake. And all I could think in that moment was like, "Wow, I feel like I'm so much like Impractical Magic." Like, was I Sandra or were you Sandra? Who was, was Nicole? I was Sandra. You I was were Nicole. Nicole. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll take it. Yeah, I was Sandra. I've always like that is my idol. You Sandra. literally are looking at me. How you like you're like you bitch. You think you're fucking I Sandra? Like, I, like the fact that you even said that. You're <laughs> I thought you were going to say like, oh, of course you're Sandra No, I was saying like, who did you think it was? Oh, but no. you literally gave me the eyes where you're like, if you think for a fucking second that you're yeah. Sandra, it's sit down. It's such a good movie. They're like, they're witches and they like have an abusive boyfriend. It's like really, it's weird that my parents let me watch that movie because like watching it, I watched it a couple weeks ago and watching it now I'm like wow I probably should have never watched that when I was younger like, it's fine that's a lot of movies are like that I think what had happened is like it, in Blockbuster there used to be like a back room where it was like kids movies uh-huh. and I think someone just like threw Practical Magic down just there happened to slide its and way like, in there. I was just like ran back there and I was like oh this looks really good like it looks mystical wow this looks and great I was Sandra's like, so pretty that's me yeah I was like obsessed with the Salem Witch Trials like when I read The Crucible I was like obsessed with mm-hmm. it so I was like oh i can't wait to like watch this movie and um yeah so that's probably why i'm like all mystical and weird and shit like that's why we get along so well yeah it's really good though um we had mentioned this for a second today you don't remember this i thought about this the last time we did a podcast too um we uh one time at michigan state so I'm a very like forgetful person. Okay. I'd forget things a lot, whether it's like my purse, my wallet, my phone, whatever. Um, one day on a Cata bus. Shout out to Cata. Shout out to the Caterpillar. Not sponsored, but willing. <laughs> also not sponsored. We'd be willing to be sponsored by a lot of things. Um, there was, so there were the buses that would go around campus, right? And then there was the bus that went on Grand River that would go like downtown Lansing. Downtown Lansing. I took that bus one day to go somewhere and I left my backpack that had my laptop in it, <clears throat> my wallet, everything. I have no memory of this. So I get off the bus. You weren't with me at the time. Someone else was with me. I just thought that you remembered it. So I get off the bus, left everything on it. I love how you get off. You probably got off the bus like in shorts and like a t-shirt, nothing in hand, like casually, because it was probably the middle of somewhere and all you had on you was your backpack and you just like literally got off nothing in hand. Yeah. (laughs) And then I realized like, oh, holy fuck. Like, and I was like, I didn't even realize it. I think until I went to do something, I was like, where's my wallet? And I was like, oh my God, where's my backpack? Oh my God, where's, oh my God, where's, how did I forget it? Like, that's also, like, I had to have had something on me that, like, probably my fucking longboard or something stupid like that. So, yeah, I used to ride a fucking longboard sometimes in college. I don't want to talk about it. So. You do want to talk about it, though, because you literally did it all the time. We'd be, like, walking somewhere. I'm saying I don't want to talk about it now. Yeah, but we'd be walking somewhere and you'd bring your longboard and you'd just, like, longboard next to me as I'm walking. I'm like, I'm not fucking longboarding. And yes, if you're wondering, I didn't get laid at at Michigan State University, except for one time. And it was a pilot. It was a pilot, which was cool. Um, But I'm like, he was a pilot. He was a pilot. He offered to fly me places. Um, But he I wonder what he's doing now. I don't I feel like he might be married. I was sure he was gay. He had that is my favorite story ever. I was so obsessed with him because he was a pilot. There wasn't a friend of ours that wasn't obsessed with him. Right. But he the would, thing he would bring you in his room and show you his pilot map and we would be like, ah. And he's like, where do you live? Oh, I know of an air, an airport that's right near there. 
He's like, we should fly sometime. I'm like, okay. God, he was the worst. So this is the thing. This is a guy that was notorious for a game. Mind you, when we had moved into our apartment together, Kayla, you grabbed a piece of duct tape, your purple fucking duct tape, and you put it on my bed and you wrote super slut. Why did I do that, though? No idea. But it turns out, and I thought that everyone was in on the joke. Like, they'd walk in and be like, she doesn't get laid at all. I did not get laid my freshman year of college. But do you know how many people later on had been like, I thought you got laid all the time. Like, your bed said super slut on it. I was like, well, you thought that was for real? like, that, the only people that had been in that room were... Right. Plus anybody else. Like the stripper down the hall or that random people that would come. Don't act like our room wasn't fucking popping, dude. People would come into our room all the time. And I'd be like laying on my bed, kicking my feet, be like, you want to watch my vines? And like, you'd be like fucking skiddly bopping all around. And I'd I'd probably be curating the best. You'd be curating the playlist. And then my bed said super slut. And I didn't like, I forgot that it even said that until later on. Like, I have no memory of me even writing that. I know that it it was on there. It was there there all year. Yeah. Because I thought it was funny, but everyone else thought it was serious. Okay. So we get into my sophomore year and we um were at our friend our mutual friend's place um their neighbors okay who were a year older than us i was interested in one of the neighbors but he wouldn't give me the fucking time of day he's married now he's ooh, he straight up would not give me the fucking time of day but i was obsessed with him and i was like he, he, why you know why he had major sad boy vibes God, and i <laughs> love most, that and think looking back now and his like stupid ass hair I think to myself that man had major sad and boy I vibes. was all about it. You were obsessed with it. He had a lisp too. He straight up yeah, love that too. Like- I had a lisp. So he wouldn't like really talk to me all night and the whole thing we literally went out before going out that night and you were like you're finally gonna get laid and I was like I'm finally gonna get laid. Like it's gonna happen. We're gonna try really hard to like finally get me fucking laid. So we go over there and I'm trying to put on my best my best moves all night and he would barely even acknowledge me anything like that. He was clearly trying to hook up with but the he, girl across but the he hall. actually hooked up. Right, right. So make sure um, you bleep that fully out. Yes. So he, so I was trying to hook up with him. He wouldn't acknowledge me. But meanwhile, his roommate was like, "Hey, what's up?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, hey," and like chatting his to him. Right. Not gonna lie, his roommate was kind of creepy. Like looking back, a little now, bit, a little like, bit. Oh. So I start talking to him. Okay, I start chatting up him. Find out he's a pilot. I'm like, "You're a fucking pilot." Later on in the night, the girl that the roommate or the guy that I was originally hooking up with the girl that he was interested in had left so he stumbles up to me all drunk and he's like hey and I just looked at him I was like hey what's my name and he's like what and I was like what's my name and he was like ah. and I think he might have said like Alexis I was like okay walk away honey and then I went up to the roommate the pilot I was like what's my name he's like Alexis Stan and I was like let's go let's go he wasn't drunk you have to understand no, that too he wasn't drunk that's how he pilot, would make it the pilot was never fucked up nope never ever never except for that night kayla this is the thing <laughs> that night there it was a party there right mm-hmm. maybe it was a different night i feel like it was that night do you remember when we went over there and stayed at his house the entire weekend without <laughs> there and we cleaned their apartment and slept in their living room (laughs) (laughs) why did we do that okay (laughs) actually it was like we did we treated it like it was lovely we treated it like like it's a home away from home yeah like a staycation right well no i loved it that was great we vacuumed so that night everyone was joking around like 
oh, remember when you were like this Halloween costume, this Halloween costume, this Halloween costume. He goes into his room quietly. He comes out wearing just a red thong or gold thong, maybe. He was I wearing a thong. Do not remember the this. The pilot came out wearing a thong, okay? And we all had a good laugh. And I was like very into that because I'm like, I'm again, I'm attracted to feminine men. So like if a guy's gonna come out wearing a thong as a joke, like I'm like, God, that's I love that you like A own that. Yeah. B are like coming out and not afraid to like what people are gonna yeah. say about it. I'm like, I'm so attracted to that. So then he goes back into his room with his, everything his clothes on and everything, comes back up. We go back into his room um, to like hook up finally, right? First guy I'd hooked up with in college. We start making out, pull off his pants. He's still wearing the thong, okay? And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, you still got the sign? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay, all right, okay, 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 all right. He also had like the best lighting in his room. Like, the he, best. He had he this had, like globe oh, yeah. next to his bed that he, and that was one of his moves. He'd be like, what kind of mood are we into? And then he'd click a button and yeah, it'd be like a glowing red yeah. and then, like a glowing yellow and then a glowing orange. And I'm like, I feel like I'm on a beach. And he'd be like, I got this from Morocco. And he'd show me all these like things in his room. He was super into um, the Traveling band. He was super and... into the band uh, Lights. Yep. Yes. So like, there was always a this is a demographic <laughs> this is a demographic a pilot who's into the into the band lights also has this glowing ball yes, in their room yes so he still has the thong on when we're hooking up and I'm like red flag we're gonna just look past it whatever so we're joking around blah 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 takes the pants off so then I look down to see what we're working with because I haven't seen a penis since high school immediately when I look down at his penis he goes uh uh-uh, uh eyes up here and I was like okay like i'm not allowed to look at it like what that is like what's going on i remember this situation being really fucking weird yes and me like not really understanding why it was so weird right we had to hold on let me get to it i'm gonna the podcast doesn't know what happened so then we start making out and he immediately throws a condom on and sticks it in and i was like oh which was fine because i hadn't had dick in so long that like we're good to go niagara falls down there like i literally guy would look at me and i'd be like we're done for you know we're good yeah so we we fucked and then that was it and so then i came home the next day and you were like we did it <laughs> yes you're like finally living up to the name super slut and i, I was, was like, like blessings ah, ah. i was like your agent back then. and then you're like tell me everything and so i like told you about the thong and then i was like yeah and so then like we were making out and then he i like went to look at his penis and he he like said uh-uh, eyes up here and you're like what i was like yeah I, I like i thought that was weird and you're like what was wrong with his dick i was like i i don't know and you're like but something was wrong with it like you were convinced you're like something, yeah. something wasn't right with it he had slept with multiple of that's why i wanted to hook up with him because he had hooked up with a bunch of he was known yeah. for hooking up with people so i was like okay he's gonna be good at it he knows what he's doing and it will never be serious because i was about to move so i was yeah. like i can't get into something serious with someone but like every every situation he had so he hooked up with a bunch of my friends and like every situation that had perspired like every story that came out of it was like he seemed semi into it and i like it was always very odd to me because he was really really well known for having sex with a lot of girls but like every story that came back was like it wasn't great it wasn't great because it was because of the setup it was just like oh well you you also have to understand like we're living in like flat stanley level apartments where like if you knock on the wall too hard they're gonna cave in right so like you're having sex in this room while everybody was out in this living room fuck fucked up like screaming taking shots like being fucking assholes so like 
it always just blew my mind that like so many people, like I remember so many of my friends being like, I want to have sex with him. I want to have sex with him. Like I want to hook up with him. I want to hook up with him. And then every single time they would hook up with them, it was like, they'd be like, Ooh. they were like, mm, better in theory. <laughs> like it's like, I'm telling you right now, this is it because every other college male's apartment, their bedroom that you'd walk into, it'd be a bed with one pillow on it with a Michigan state flag hung up on the wall. And that was it. Beer, beer, bottles, beer bottles everywhere. everywhere. You walk into this pilot's room. He's got a map with pins in bed it of all the places he's bed flown. Made. Bed always made a glowing orb. All of these like icon icons, whatever yes. travel things from all these different countries he's visited. He's telling you where he's going to fly you to. He's got his bed. Yeah. It was literally like you walk in and you're like, I'm wet. Like yeah. lay me down. It, which is so sad because the bar was so, Low. So low. So I come home the next day and I tell you what happened. I was like, yeah, then we fucked. And I was like, I like really thought like, is foreplay just a thing that happens in high school? And you were like, huh? I was like, is that like just a thing? And you're like, we better call the expert. Do, 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 do. And so you called your friend and we're like, you need to come here. And she's like, what's up? It sits down. And I was like, okay, so this is what happened. And I tell her and she goes, no, that's weird. <laughs> she was like, I was like because I was literally I was like so foreplay isn't a thing and she's like it definitely is a thing yeah and I was like he like didn't he didn't like touch she's like not even a little bit I was like he didn't touch my vagina with his hands at yeah. all the story was that he had the story always was that his hand had never touched your penis and your hands have never touched his penis no it was like, literally he put it in and that was it yeah so the second time we hooked up because there was a second time wait the what? second time that we hooked up where was I you were there that night. You were probably just blacked. It's fine. So then the that's second true. time we hooked up. God, that's so unfortunate that I've missed so many good stories. It's okay. The second time that we hooked up, I was not like Niagara Falls. I was like the Sahara Desert. Because you knew what was coming. Yes. And so he Black just tried Buster. to stick it in and it was like fucking sandpaper. And I was like, please stop. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh-huh. And then, like a week later, he was like, "Hey, I'd like, I really like to take you out on a date." Remember, he wanted to like go out with me. I don't remember. And that. I was like, "Okay, like I'm the whole reason why I wanted to hook up with you in the first place was because like I thought it would never get I to a serious black. thing." So that whole situation with that like friend group that we hung out with quite a bit my sophomore year, I tried to like black that whole memory out. So. I fucked a pilot at Michigan State. <laughs> that's, that's the bottom line of that's all of that. That's the moral of that story. That's the moral mm-hmm. of that story. Um, we are going to end on talking about one of our favorites, I would have to say. Um, she's iconic. She's amazing. Iconic. Britney Spears. Britney, the Britney Spears doc. The Britney Spears theories, as I like to call them. Did you watch the documentary? No. Okay, so you okay. When we I didn't know that's the, what we were talking well, we about. We talked about that this morning and you're like, Yeah, I have some you have some theories and I was like, Okay, well let's talk about it on the podcast. I thought that like you were coming in with like the, No knowledge. Okay. No. I just I've I've <laughs> put it here put it put it here, brother. Um I've seen a couple TikToks that make me lead me to believe. Um that do you think that she's like being held captive? Yeah. I mean not uh Okay, so her parents took all of her money, right? No. Or have control of all of her money? Set I, me straight. You are, you are you are Set me straight. Sh- you are showing up to the test with no pencil right now. Like, <laughs> I, like don't fucking get it. 
Okay. I'm about so, to fill in the bubbles on my answer sheet based off of like how I feel about them. Yeah. Like so what's going to be best for me. The story is, is that Brittany, so Brittany had a mental breakdown in like 2007, 2008. When she shaved her head. <laughs> I mean, the market was crashing. Things were going wild back hey, then. It was a tough time. Yeah. And so she had a mental breakdown at that period of time. She got checked into a mental, mental institution. Her dad took over like her estate. All basically. Her funds, yeah. Yeah. Her estate. So like it's, I don't remember the name of it it's like censorship not censorship or something like that survivorship or some shit like that but basically he makes all of the choices for her um like what she does with her money and things like that in her career the biggest thing is like when she produces music how she produces music like things like in that nature so i mean that was a long time ago and i think that like the most heartbreaking part about it all is like this idea that like she so she had a kid and her first kid it was like this big thing like you have like the star of the show like she's so lucky and she's having a kid and there's all of this criticism like even being a mother who's not famous having a kid you get put under the spotlight of like this is what you should do with your kid this is what i just should do with my kid like all of these right. people being like this is how you should raise this kid and then you're a celebrity and so you're under the spotlight of being like this well i would never do that with my kid and like she had all these interviews and people were like well people think you're a bad parent and she's like i'm not a bad parent like you have all these people like barbara walters you have like matt lauer all of these people being like interviewing her and being like well people are saying you're a bad parent she's like i'm not a fucking bad parent like i'm doing the best i can right mind your own fucking business exactly and so she has like a mental breakdown and her dad takes over her state whatever and obviously she's gotten help since then and she's her kids have grown up and she's not under the spotlight anymore so like she's she's doing better like mental illness is like once you regulate it mental illness is very like doable you can live every life right but her dad still controls everything so that's why she doesn't have like there's like all of these things where she doesn't do like she doesn't make music really anymore and she doesn't perform anymore because she doesn't have any rights to any of her things so like everybody's like advocating that she remove this like fuck i don't remember the name of it but like basically remove this ability for her dad to control her life Mm -hmm. um and it's like it's very sad like you don't think you don't think this at all and like there's so many people that like so they really pinpoint it to a period of like when she was dating justin timberlake Mm -hmm. and he denim 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 (laughs) yeah And when he had broken up with her, he wrote Cry Me a River. Uh-huh. And in Cry Me a River, it had put into windows that Britney had cheated on him. And, like, that had never happened. But he had turned her, like, Miss Perfect persona, like, all-American girl into this, like, she's cheater. Cheater, yeah. Which had, like, really... Men did- suck. Yeah, which was like a hard thing for me to like grasp because I was in sync Justin Timberlake. I was gonna wasn't. say, yeah, we love Justin, but like that's shitty. No, we don't love Justin though because like if that's accurate, like you, and he is he's put out like if you look at his Instagram, he put out like a little notes app where he was like, I'm really sorry, I never intended for that, and like I wrote Cry Me a River and blah blah blah, and it was like, but. You Honey, did cry intend, me a fucking river. But you did intend right. for that, right? Because you had made your you money. You did it. Cry me a river was like one of his biggest hits after he had left in sync, and like he would have been irrelevant right. unless Cry me a river came out. So like, pay for your actions. You got to exactly. own up to your actions. Exactly. So like, there a lot of people are like, and she, you know, she like is just like kind of seems off the deep end. Like she talks in a very unique way, and like I think she just struggles with me- mental illness and like. 
when you're in the limelight for so long and you have so like, especially being a woman, like you have so many people telling you so many things all the time and all these people controlling her. And she like has spoken out about it before. Like all of these people are controlling me. Right. And they're like, well, what are you going to do? Like I'm oh, fully a part of the free Britney movement. Like absolutely. She That's what I'm saying. The like conspiracy theories. Yeah. It's not conspiracy though. It's true. Well, no, I, I know. I'm, I'm not, sorry. It's more of a thing. Like I like the play on the name of like Britney conspiracy theories. Like I really, I think that's like, Oh, that's a re- like, that could really I go feel somewhere. Bad for her. Like absolutely. But I think, do you think that they're like giving her drugs and shit like that? Oh, like that's what I'm mean by no. the conspiracy theories. Like, do you think that she's being pumped with shit? No, I don't think that. Okay. I think maybe she, like I hope, Hopefully, with the advice of a medical professional, she's taking some sort of like psychos, like psychotic. Right. And what's it, what are it called? I'm saying with like all of her videos and shit that she's been putting out. Yeah, that's crazy. But I, because I think she struggles from mental illness. Like that's I've I've seen that before. Where like, the, like when she like talks like a baby, like that part, like that. I just feel like she you're shivering <laughs> yeah. she like talks like a baby like or she like does things that just seem abnormal like not not usual for her I think she's just someone who suffered from like a mental breakdown like I think right. she just had a full-on mental breakdown right. which like free her free her like, free Brittany <laughs> But like she does still put like what's crazy to me is like within the last five years she's had a residence residency at in Vegas she was like performing really? like all the time and like really Fuck. just knocking it out of the park. Like I'm a slave. I mean, she's still dancing. For you, yeah. Her body's still popping. She's had like three kids and her her abs are tight as hell. Yeah, that's very true. I'm like, fuck, Brittany. Yeah, I couldn't. I don't see me being like super fit after kids. You want a Maserati? You better work, bitch. <laughs> You want a Maserati? That is my favorite song. You want a Bugatti? <laughs> you are nailing it. I don't really know You're all the words. She's like, nailing. I know. Like, we can tell. <laughs> I mean, my favorite, favorite Britney song is Lucky. Favorite? My, my favorite Britney song is Lucky. How does that one go? She's so lucky. <laughs> She's a star, but she cry, cry, cries in the lonely dark thinking. Look, that that song should have been a, a fucking neon sign. Like this bitch got something wrong with her. Clearly. If there's nothing missing in my life, then why do I why do the tears dry at night? Like <laughs> I want to. I don't know if I know that song. I'll play it for you after. Perfect. This. But like the the, the the lyric says, "She's so lucky. She's a star, but she cry, cry, cries in the lonely dark." That is heartbreaking. Lucky is is Brittany. God, I just made this, and then she made that stupid movie Crossroads. That should have been like the dumb stupid movie. It's a dumb movie. That was one of my favorite movies as a child. That explains all it needs. To okay, explain. we're gonna fucking throw hands after this. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You thought that was a stupid movie? Yeah, it wasn't a good movie. That was like Stand By Me, but on steroids. <laughs> don't <laughs> ever say that. I got, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even remember what the storyline of Crossroads is. They're just like in a car and they're crossing roads. Right. It's like a story of like, it's a story. Is there of- ever a train track? I don't know. That's why I'm saying Stand By Me. Because I think of okay, a train so track. Okay, they meet like a convict and they go on a road trip with him, I think. They think he's a bad boy because he has t- like a couple tattoos. Well, I mean, in, in early 2000s, nobody had tattoos. So like he was a bad boy probably. That's true. Do you remember what? Okay, so I'm trying to convince Alexa to join writeaprisoner.com. 
<laughs> and I think that I should, and I should maybe make it a segment on the podcast and tell well, you like, like, what's happened. She, she was like, oh, well, won't they be able to find me? Based <laughs> that's on, what I said. Based my, on my lettering. I, <laughs> this is why I said my luck is that I'm going to find a nice prison boy that I'm going to write to, right? A week in... Well, sorry, my throat, my throat's making weird noises. A week into me writing to him, he's gonna be like, "Guess what, babe? I'm out in three days. Where you at?" And he's gonna be. Then, then I said he's gonna have my address on the return address, and then you That's made it clear not, to me that yeah. he's not gonna ever have my address. I watch a lot of TikToks about people writing people in prison, and I think it's just like it's the unconditional attention that you need. Yes, but the thing about writing people in prison is that I'm not gonna get. Not that I need like attention and all day long thing. It would be really nice to get like a love letter. Yeah, it w- that's what it would be like. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna yeah. do it, and I'm gonna report back to the podcast and let you guys know. How it goes. Just do it once, right? And then we'll let see me how know. it goes. Yeah. But then I'm like, you know, to think of some hot tatted guy in prison that like is just waiting for my letter, and like, what if I don't want to write back? You know? Maybe you don't want to write back. I know, but then I would feel bad. Why do you think you owe so much to them? I know. A prison. I literally, I haven't even written to one and I'm already feeling bad about it. Have, we'll watch the Shawshank Redemption and you can see what prison's like. Okay. Sounds good. Or what's that one movie with Adam Sandler where they play football in prison? The I have long, no idea. Waterboy? Long, longest Just yard. A young, <laughs> ten, As a joke, ten, everybody. 10 mile. I don't know. 10 mile? 8 mile? You're thinking of longest yard? I don't know what you're thinking of. I'm I don't know of a movie that Adam Sandler was in prison. What? Spanglish or the Adam Sandler. (laughs) I love that movie. It's always on TBS and I love it. Really? Yes. I forget that you have like regular TV channels at your house. I never watch regular TV. Uh, Yeah. My. I'm not old like you are, Kayla. Sorry. It's a, no need to apologize. I don't pay for it, so I will definitely watch. Snaps for that. I will watch HGTV all the time. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. 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 But yeah, no, I love Spanglish. I think it's a great movie. If you've never watched Spanglish, this is a plug for Spanglish. <laughs> Super good movie. Again, now it's sponsored, but willing. I love, I was like, wow, Adam Sandler is a truly dynamic <laughs> actor. <laughs> Because it's like, it's not like a funny role. I think it was because there was a little chubby girl who like really wanted to be accepted by her mom. So that was like, I was like, I identify. <laughs> You're like, can relate. Can relate, can relate. Um, but yeah, she's like, yeah, basically it's just like really good family dynamic movie. So does Adam Sandler's character remind you of your dad? No. Isn't that, isn't he the dad? Yeah, he's the dad. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. No, it's just like, it's, it's a very like lighthearted movie about like this woman who's, it follows the story of a woman who's a maid and her daughter is trying to get accepted into college. So she writes an essay about her time that she spent with this really rich family and like explains like how hard her, how hard her mom worked during that entire time. So it's like a very dynamic story and it follows the mother of, follows the mother of the daughter like this first generation family and then it follows the rich family story and like how unhappy they are in their marriage and things like that and Adam Sandler I mean up until then was just like farting and laughing in this right. movie he's like very it uh, shows his dynamic yeah the dynamic yeah I love, I love Spanglish uh but Ariana's always like Ari what are you doing during the holidays I'm like watching Spanglish what else <laughs> like, what else would I be doing well, crying <laughs> Crying and watching Spanglish. It's so good. And you, E2, E2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally such a good, oh God, such a good holiday movie. All right. Well, remember to watch it during the holidays. Yeah. I mean, watch it anytime, but it's good. Perfect. We'll look for it on TBS tonight. <laughs> Perfect. Mm-hmm. 
Dope. Well, thank you so much for joining us again, Gayla. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm too. Again, I'm glad this you... turned out better than us <laughs> talking about shaving. I was going to say it's technically round three, but no one will ever hear round two. So um, except for me and you. When I edit it, I'll send it to you just so we can have that, that we will never show to anybody ever. I will ever. literally scream. I will, I will I, they will scream. never see the light of day. It will never see the light of day. I will scream. I promise you that. Yeah, good. Cool. All right. Well, um, you can go ahead and find more fun photos of us, Kayla and me, um, the morning after when I made us go get my one hitter um, on the podcast Instagram at the podcast underscore underscore. Remember, you can still get your merchandise at LexStantonComedy.com. You can get sweatshirts, T-shirts, hats, all the fucking goodies. Stay classy, stay sassy and stay safe from Roni. Thanks, Kayla. Thanks. Have a good one. Hey, have a good one. I say, I say that every time I get off the phone. Oh my god. Have a good one. I sound like my fucking dad. Well, have a good one. Talk to you later. One, two, three, four. Hey, come on in. Take a seat. I'd like to welcome you. This here, it's a podcast. The B U D podcast is a podcast. It's a podcast. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a smoker. Podcast, it's the podcast. Billy, 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 butter, 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 butter cups, butter cast, butter cast, butter, butter. The B U D podcast, podcast, it's a podcast. A B U D. I can't tell if that was a dog or a fucking wolf that just ran through your fucking backyard. That was a dog. Okay, so it's a bunch of dogs.